Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo flashlights, respected by emergency professionals, are found in homes and businesses across America. Get on the bright side with the bright ideas at NeboTools.com. Let Bobby know you're listening with an email to bobby at onthebrightside.org. Here's entrepreneur, business owner, and life coach, Bobby Bollinger, with his perspective of living in faith on the bright side. I was going to ask you, has anybody had a bad day lately? I thought so. Okay, well, well, here are the top ten ways to know you're having a bad day. Okay, you ready for this? Top ten ways to know when you're having a bad day. Number ten, when your twin sister forgets your birthday. Number nine, you know you're having a bad day when it costs more to fill up your car than it did to buy it. That's right. Number eight. You're having a bad day, you call your wife and tell her you'd like to eat out tonight, and when you get home, you find a sandwich on the front porch. (laughs) Number seven, it's a bad day when the bird singing outside your window is a buzzard. (laughs) Number six, your doctor tells you you're in excellent health for someone twice your age bad day. Number five, you're having a bad day when your children's school calls to surrender. Number four, it's a bad day when you have to borrow from your visa card to pay your MasterCard bill. Number three, you're having a bad day when you put both contact lens in the same eye. I've been there. Number two, you know you're having a bad day when you see a film crew from 60 Minutes waiting outside your office. And the number one way to know that you're having a bad day, when your car horn sticks and you're on the freeway behind 32 Hells Angels on motorcycles. Okay, but let's face it, we all have a few of those days. And in fact, it's pretty normal to have a bad stretch where things aren't going well. And some of you could even be having some of those times right now. But you know what? All of us as Christians, we have an amazing arsenal of weapons available to us to fight and overcome whatever comes our way. And we know that it's there, but so often we don't unleash the power that's right there for us to use. And what I'm talking about are the promises of God. You see, God always tells the truth. He always does exactly what he says. And he said he'd do a lot of things for us. And there are well over a thousand promises in his word that we can rely on to help us deal with our struggles. And all his promises are true. But here's the key. What many people don't realize is you have to remind God of his promises. And you might think that's a strange statement. Why would we have to remind God of anything? Well, we remind God of his promises because God wants us to. Not because he can't remember what he promised but because God wants us to know what he promised. Most of the great characters in the Bible reminded God of the promises that he had made. David, Abraham, Moses, all of them, they cried out to God for him to deliver on his promises. And you know what? He always did. So we have this huge advantage in life in the form of God's promises, but the Word shows us that we have to go after them, that we have to get his attention. You know, you, you, you know the scriptural phrase that we've heard our whole life. All the promises of God are yes and amen. I know you like that when you use it often. Well, I never bothered to really grasp what that line meant. 
But when you read that whole passage, it gets clearer. Here's what it says. For no matter how many promises are made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And what I learned is amen is one of the few words that means the same in Hebrew as it does in English. It means to agree or to to acknowledge that it's true, like so be it or it is so. So what this means to us is that through Christ, all his promises are true. So when we remind God of his promises, Christ responds and says yes. And then we say amen. We've got it. I claim your promise in Jesus' name. Now, you may say, well, I pray and I read the word, and sometimes I still don't feel like he's listening. Well, you know, the word also shows us that there are times when God allows us to feel like he's not listening. But that's when God is testing you to see if you'll trust him and his promises no matter how you feel. That's when he wants you to cry out, God, where are you? And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would never leave nor forsake us. And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would inhabit the praises of his people. And that's when he wants to come through. And that's when he has to come through. Because all his promises. Dwight Moody once once said, God never made a promise that was too good to be true. Our God is an interactive God. He's made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. It could be depression. It could be fear, grief, heartbreak, worry failure. It doesn't matter. He's promised to get you through it. What an amazing gift his promises are for us to stand on, for us to hold on to, and for us to remind God of. All his promises are true. Say that with me. All his promises are true. Listen to this one that the Lord himself made. He said, there are many rooms in my father's house, and I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if it wasn't so, I would tell you. And when everything is ready, I'll come. I'll come and I'll get you so that you can be where I am. What a promise. Aren't you glad they're all true? Because this one, it tells us that no matter what happens, everything's going to be all right in Jesus' name. Don't go away. On the bright side, we'll be right back. The slide. It's what I liked best at the playground as a kid. I got a feeling of freedom, like I could do anything, and I loved it. Now, as an adult, I still love the slide, but it's the Slide Z flashlight from Nebo Tools. That's S-L-Y-D-E. The Slide Z is a two-in-one high-intensity flashlight with a powerful work light concealed inside the flashlight body. You just slide it to reveal. With the four times adjustable zoom, fully dimmable beam, and instant on feature, I get a feeling of freedom, like I can do anything. You can find Nebo Tools Intensely Bright Flashlights at your local Batteries Plus, hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com, including my favorite, the Slide Z. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. For the ultimate in flashlights, depend on Nebo Tools. Sometimes a flashlight is more than just a flashlight. In the case of Bill from Dallas, his Nebo LED light was a true lifesaver. Dear Nebo Tools, 
My new pocket LED flashlight came in handy in diverting the crazy drivers at my accident. At 4.30 in the morning, another driver plowed into the back of my car. Other cars came flying up the road. I was flipping my Nebo Tools LED light from side to side until the police got there with flares. I walked away from this one. Nebo Tools Intensely Bright Flashlights are available at your local Batteries Plus, hardware stores everywhere, or at NeboTools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. Nebo Tools, for the ultimate in flashlights. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com and like Nebo Tools on Facebook for a chance to win a free flashlight. Welcome back to On the Bright Side. Email Bobby at onthebrightside.org and let him know you're listening. Let me ask you a question. How many of you saw some of the royal wedding a few weeks ago? You know, Prince William, Kate, yeah, a bunch of you. I, I, can, I have to confess that I didn't really watch any of it live. Uh, fortunately, it was a really big deal. It was kind of like ESPN, ESPN Sports Center. Uh, I had plenty of opportunity to see the highlights of the wedding. And I, I have to say, it was quite an event, and the British really know how to throw a party. I think, though, most American men had some of the same observations that I did when I saw it. The first thing was I just couldn't help but wonder, since I have two daughters and I've paid for a few of these things, is who is paying for all that? I was, I was really feeling it for the father of the bride. I mean, I know he's thinking, of all the lads in England, she has to marry the monarch. My accent wasn't so great, was it? Well, anyway, I figure the father of the bride choked on a crumpet or something when he heard what this thing was going to cost. And, and they say that over two billion people witnessed this wedding all over the world. The actual cost of the wedding was around $32 million. They spent over a million dollars on flowers. The wedding cake, $80,000. Which, by the way, Ron Schaefer, that makes our sign seem like a really good deal. <laughs> but anyway, while taking all of this royal wedding stuff in, I couldn't help but think this may have been the biggest celebration that the world has ever seen. And it was such a great celebration that I transitioned that to I couldn't help but wonder how it will compare to the celebration that we'll have someday when we come together in heaven and meet Jesus. And I have to tell you, I like thinking about heaven. I don't think about dying very much, but I like thinking about heaven. I don't know why we don't talk about heaven more. Some people say, well, you can't talk about heaven without talking about hell. Yes, you can. I disagree with that. Why would anyone want to talk about hell except in context of acknowledging its horrible existence? I don't want to go there, so I don't want to talk about it. Talking about hell instead of heaven is like talking about Beirut instead of Hawaii. I've never been there, but I've heard enough about it to know I don't want to go. But heaven, heaven is somewhere I really want to go in a place that I want to see. I realize that the word is a little sketchy at best in describing heaven, but I believe that the Lord even had a purpose in that. But let me remind you of a few things that we do know about heaven. Like, where is, where is heaven? Is it, where, where are we going to find it? 
Well, let me tell you something. Heaven is a real place. (laughs) Vic says, I hope not. (laughs) Okay, our Fort Worth, Texas. Listen to what the Lord said the night before he was crucified. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. Heaven is a place where God lives and he has rooms for people. Like Rich Carlton. What is heaven like? We have to piece together these facts from all over the Bible. But the word tells us that heaven is a city designed and built by God himself. Heaven is described as a better country and like a paradise. Heaven is where Christians go when they die. It says that the streets are paved with gold and the gates inlaid in pearls. And based on the world, based on the word, there's some assumptions about heaven that we can't make. Like this, it would be a city with no pollution and no crime and no violence. No greedy politicians. No drug dealers. We believe it's filled with beautiful parks, rivers, meadows, flowing streams, flowers that bloom all the time. Every plant free from disease. There'll be the sound of children laughing, bright conversation, music floating in all directions. There'll be no tears, no sorrow, no regret, no remorse, no bitterness, no failure, no wheelchairs, no eyeglasses, (laughs) no hearing aids, no hospitals, no nursing homes, no paramedics, no ambulances, no cancer. No heart, no heart attacks, no headaches, therefore no aspirin. And there's one thing for sure you won't find in heaven. You know what that is? Cemeteries. There's no funerals in the city where no one ever dies. You see, when you accept Christ, you have to believe in the kingdom of God. And in the kingdom of God, heaven is a real place. It's a place where by faith we know that the Lord intentionally spared us. All the details of heaven. Why would he do that? I can tell you what I believe. I believe it's because heaven is so magnificent. So wonderful a place. Our minds could never grasp it. Or understand it. The word helps me out there. It says this. This is the King James Version. I hath not seen. Nor ear heard. Neither have entered into the heart of man. The things God hath prepared for them. That love him. I believe the word is saying that the Lord has a celebration prepared for us that will make the royal wedding look like a tailgate party. Every Christian, every Christian, young and old, should rejoice every day in the promise and anticipation of heaven. And not just because it's really there, or because of what it will be like, but mainly because of who is there. Because not only will we be reunited with our loved ones who have gone before us, but we at last will meet our Master and our Creator and the Savior of our souls. Jesus will be there. Jesus will be there. The one who we will worship without distraction, will serve without exhaustion, will fellowship without fear, will learn without fatigue, and will live. We'll live in glory forever. Live life on the bright side. Visit onthebrightside.org to email Bobby and let him know you're listening. I'm into power, real power. That's what I get with my Nebo Tools 7Z flashlight. 
This is a high lumen flashlight, 770 lumens to be exact. Maybe you don't know lumens like I do, but trust me, that's a lot of power. The 7Z provides up to 25 hours of light on low beam and 7 hours of light on high beam when powered with 9AA batteries. But with versatile flex power, I can still run brightly on only 6 or even 3 batteries. Like all Nebo Tools flashlights, the 7Z is durable. You can find Nebo Tools intensely bright flashlights in hardware stores everywhere, batteries plus bulbs, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com, including my favorite, the powerful 7Z. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light the way. Welcome back to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, brought to you by Nebo Tools. For the ultimate in flashlights, find bright ideas at NeboTools.com. Okay, the last several weeks, I've talked about dealing with financial crisis because we know that our country is going through an economic downturn, and we're hearing about major investment companies going bankrupt. We know that the stock market is in a deep decline, and we're even getting, you know, some of us even worried about our banks. I mean, the other day, I went up to my ATM machine and asked for some cash, and it spit out a note that said insufficient funds. And I didn't know if it was talking about me or them. <laughs> but the fact is, the fact is, we know it's real. And it's already affecting many of us, and we really don't know how, how bad or how long it's going to last. But I want to encourage you this morning by discussing this question. How should we give in tough times? How are we supposed to give when facing financial tough times? Most of the time, when an unexpected, unexpected financial reversal comes, the natural instinct is to pull back on everything we can except the basic necessities. And that's understandable. Except when it comes to tithing and giving, there's a couple of things that you need to consider. The first thing is that tithing and giving are proportionate principles. That is, the amount of money you give doesn't matter. How much you give of what you do have matters. So the discipline and the exercise of giving is a spiritual matter that's not tied to how much money you make. And the second thing is this. Giving, which is an act of worship, is meant to be an integral part of our relationship with Christ in good times and in tough times. And it's especially in the tough times that we're expected to trust God for our provision. You see, in times of abundance, we give to the Lord out of gratitude. But in times of scarcity... We give to the Lord out of faith. So having financial difficulty is not an excuse for not giving. But in fact is an opportunity to reveal our faith and our trust in God. So when the financial struggles come your way, you just have to remember these three truths about giving that will help you through it. And the first truth is this. Always give with gratitude. It's easy to give when we remember that everything we do have 
comes from God. It's by His grace that we have life and that we have anything at all. Even when we're suffering financially, God has given us life and has promised us life eternal. And He's promised He will take care of us in this life and in the next. The Apostle Paul wrote about the Macedonians who were so thankful for what God had done for them that the Word says their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. The second truth is this. We have to continue to give sacrificially. Sacrifice always involves a cost, but it has less to do with how much you give than how much you give up. Think about that a minute. King David said, I will not sacrifice to the Lord offerings that cost me nothing. You see, you can be living in prosperity or poverty. But giving from the heart involves sacrifice. Every time we give that way, we acknowledge to God that the sacred is more important than the secular. That God is more important than our circumstances. And finally, we always give with praise. And it's, more, it's important to know the difference between gratitude and praise. Gratitude is appreciation for what God has done. But praise is appreciation for who God is. And with every gift we offer up, we acknowledge the God of the universe who holds our world in the palm of his hand and has ensured our destiny whether we have any money in this world or not. So we don't, base, we don't give based on our prosperity or our poverty. But we give from our heart out of our prosperity or the poverty that we're in. In gratitude. In sacrifice. And in praise. That's how we get through these tough times. And it's not such a bad thing for us to not worry about our retirement account so much. And just pray what we pray here every Sunday. Give us this day. Our daily bread. And just trust in the Lord. In good times and in tough times. And when we do, something good always happens. In Jesus' name. Can you say amen this morning? You've been listening to On the Bright Side. Brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo flashlights, respected by emergency professionals, are found in homes and businesses across America. Each weekday, entrepreneur business owner, life coach Bobby Bollinger brings business, spiritual, and practical applications to inspire you to live life to the fullest. Get on the bright side with the bright ideas at NeboTools.com and let Bobby know you're listening with an email to Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Hey, listen, I'm demanding. And when I shell out my hard-earned money for a purchase, that item better deliver everything promised. I'd also like to think I'm a tough customer. So when it comes to my flashlight, the Big Larry from Nebo Tools, there's no problem because the Big Larry is a tough work light. Darkness doesn't stand a chance. The Big Larry is intense, unbelievably bright, and dependable. I never go to work without it. The Big Larry also includes a low light mode and a red flash mode. 
perfect for distress signaling or roadside emergencies. The anodized aluminum body and recessed LED housing ensures that the Big Larry can handle any situation. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright flashlights, including the powerful and versatile Big Larry. Available at batteries plus bulbs and in hardware stores everywhere. And online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play for the ultimate in flashlights. Let Nebo light your way.